0: Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? That's right. We're at YWT Daily. We're going to talk today about what's going to happen with the UAW strike with the big three, Stellantis, Ford, and GM, how that is going to affect used car prices if no new cars are being built. You saw that about post-COVID, just after COVID, when everything was shut down, you started noticing that Mustangs were getting whatever the hell people wanted to pay for them. Used Gen 3s, used Gen 2s were getting... Five, seven, eight thousand dollars above what they're normally worth because people wanted them. Do you remember when it was really difficult to find a RCSB F-150, regular cab, short bed F-150, eight, eight uh eight-cylinder? Extremely difficult. And if you can find one, Gen 3, especially, you could have sold it for whatever you wanted to. And if this impending UAW strike actually goes through and the production line stops, Ford, Stellantis, and and GM are going to have a decision to make. Do we fire every one of these people and get off of the union's stronghold? Or do we just kowtow, pay them an insane amount of money for doing minimal work, and then that cost ends up being trickled down to the customer paying for the ridiculous benefits that these UAW workers have? no matter how you cut it or how you slice it you're gonna pay more for a car if the union doesn't get what they want they go on strike use vehicle prices go up if the union gets what they want and you got to pay all these crazy wages and cut out eight hours a week from their pay you're still gonna pay more money for that car but before we do all that and talk all that shit let's have mr bill o'reilly say hello we'll do it live okay we'll do it live Fuck it DO IT LIVE! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Absolutely, it does suck. UAW sucks, Ford sucks, Silanta sucks, and GM sucks. 2 Auto Solutions! Rami Zaidan, 2 Auto Solution! Hey man, I wanna have a 1500 horsepower car be my daily driver. Make it happen, says every fucking Puerto Rican. 2 Auto Solution. Race motive! Got a good little thing going on. Pocono. Raceway And at MIR Roll race shit Check him out DNA High Performance DNA He'll beat the shit out of you He'll beat the shit out of competitors' prices He'll fuck you up He'll tackle you And give you the best deals around DNA High Performance Bars Farm Get me that dash Get me that dash So I can do the dash And make coochie Leak Kong Performance Kong Performance.com Kong performance Get He's hot Has a boat Bachelor Get after it. Ultimatehead, ultimateheader.com, 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 Instagram. PMAS, Nick James and PMAS, Nick James, PMAS, Calimor Transmission, CalimorTransmission.com still has the reverse camera on his car. It's going to be stuck like that forever. Good job, Ford, building you a quality product. Now, We'll say hi to the people here, talk a little shit for a little while, and we'll see how everything goes. Deuce Dana, Andy, Le, and Monty540, we're the first people to say hello, Travis, Joe, Swiss, Joe, Jackson, I'm Hunks, Hello, The Wolf, Alfredo, Diaz, Darren Harper, The Wolf again. It's oh man, Travis, Sam Morales, TJ Scorsese, Dalton Dale, uh, says Paul Ponteo, Theo, Baltas, Grandpa's race car, Angel Puerto Rico, Christian Duran, Zaddy 350, Paul Ponteo. uh, Carter's TV, J.D. Swag, Kenny Phillips, Not Jew. EPA, Wesley Stewart, Diego, Alex Mariquin, Maki Mock, J.D. Bryson, the two mods, Kenneth Phillips, Truviate Racing is finally has a real job. And he's going to find out real quick once he gets a girlfriend that she don't want to drive in that tool valve because nothing gets in front of a woman. You're going to have that number two on your neck. That's going to be you, your car and everything else you got going on. Once you get yourself some, some new stank on your hang low. Dixon, uh, James Williams, Diego, Kenneth Phillips, Dane Austin, Smock, Abdullah Alabasi, Greg Riotvich, Carters TV, Elva Galarga, Ramon Ballesteros, says hello, hello, this is the West Palm Beach. E. Willis, Gray Mustang, AJ, it's E. Bison, Holly Takwache Mode, hey, would you blow me? Slow 99, Abel, Chris Rush, Ivan D., let's go to the bottom, Joseph C. Nardi got his car crashed up keep going out doing do stupid shit keep going out there doing stupid shit some motorcycle right into the back of his shit doing the dash EP EP b whatever the fuck that means Jacob Guillermo space Frost, Tom JD swag 94 GT verb Tom Fiver welcome to the Ducati fam what did you pick up oh Jesus here we go Sancho and all the other guys okay so UAWs might might strike that's right oh by the way let me not if you want to donate to LMP and have my face plastered on their car. The goal is two thousand bucks. We have eight hundred and thirty dollars right now. I'm gonna give five hundred on my end. So regardless of what we get up up to uh up at Tuesday I'm going to give $500 on top of whatever you guys decided to donate. Again, this is all to help LMPs uh, bl- you know, soften the blow of going racing, but we want our f- my face and the peasant chap plastered on his quarter panel window wherever he wants to put the sticker. The goal is about $2,000. That's a good amount of money to sponsor a car for a race. If we get there, cool. If we don't get there, I'm still going to pay them some money um, and you know, $500 on top of whatever and try to get a sticker on their car ASAP. So, UAW might strike. Because they want a 32-hour work week. (laughs) Like, 32 hours? 32 hours. Could you imagine being an American in the United States and you are negotiating for more money and less hours? Like, what happened to the day where if you wanted to make more money, you worked more hours? Hey, you willing to work overtime? Fuck that. I'm going home to my kids, 39.99 hours, ka-chunk, I'm out of here. What, a, Guys, any time, any job I had offered overtime, I was in. Hey, can you work Christmas? Double time? Fuck yeah. I have worked 24-hour shifts at power plants, 24-hour shifts, because it has to get done. And I got paid like double time and a half. Okay, I brought home a check that was like 1500 bucks or 1800 bucks. It doesn't seem like a big deal now, but to almost 20 years ago. And I was like, holy shit. I was so proud of myself. I almost died, but I got that money. And I was very happy about that because anytime anyone offered overtime, I took it. But the UAW says, nah, we want to work 32 hours. We want to make sure the pride logo is everywhere. Did you notice that Ford built Ford F-150s proudly? I'm sorry, toughly? But they build Mustangs proudly. Ain't that some shit? When you look at a, a F-150 commercial or advertisement, they're tough. But then when you put a Mustang up, they're proud. I go, boy, you guys are have Your, your messaging is super jacked up. But now, let's say they do go on strike. And remember after COVID, they couldn't get uh, uh, chips. Right, the, 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 the supply chain issues hit. And there were trucks and cars lined up at Bowling Green some some raceway somewhere some mall some overflow lot and all of a sudden these trucks are sitting there just collecting dust because they were building them and just putting the chips in after the fact then you started seeing f-150s and mustangs go up in price not value price because if you wanted rcsb right now you have to pay forty thousand dollars for a piece of junk if you wanted a gen 3 mustang that was clean I could have sold my car for forty two dollars or $43,000, but I didn't. I said $35,000 is a good amount of money for a car with 30,000 miles, new-ish motor, because the other motor, number seven, popped, blown, uh, making 795 horsepower. I'm 35000 a good money. Boom, sold it quickly. I, I didn't gouge anybody, and I hope the guy made money on the backside. Hey, yo. But now that's going to happen all over again. And if you bought a dark horse, if you bought a GT, 24 and up, and you paid a dealer a uh, 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 markup, you might be okay. You, you are actually rooting for a strike if you own a 24 GT or dark horse. Why is that? It's a certified stamped dud. But there's a lot of people out there that still want that dud. Now, you bought it thinking that if you remove the carbon traps and if you broke it in after 1,500 miles, it would magically gain in performance. And after none of that happened and people that made fun of me for calling it a dud said, ah, the people out there calling it a dud, then they get it on the dyno and it is certifiable stamped dud. They're like, shit, I'm into this car for 1,200 or 1,300 bucks a month. I don't think I want it. Well, you are probably rooting for a strike. Because now new Mustangs will not be made, trucks won't be made, nothing will be made for a while. That means dealerships are going to have a finite amount of Mustangs on the lot. So if the strike goes on for a month or two, you might be able to sell your shit either back to the dealership or to a private party that is psycho enough to either assume your loan or pay a little bit on top of what you paid just because they want the latest and greatest. Maybe they don't care about racing. Maybe they love how the car looks. Maybe they, like, lowered on some good, good-looking good wheels and they're like, well, I don't care about performance. This shit's never going to get tuned. I don't care. So I'll pay $58,000 for a GT with 1,300, 1,500, 2,000 miles. Or $81,000, $82,000 for a dark horse that has similar miles. You know, 1,000 or 1,500 miles. You are rooting for a strike. Matter of fact, you be psycho if you're a Ford owner, 2024 Mustang GT or Dark Horse owner, and you don't want them to strike. It is an insurance policy because right now you're in your car and you have convinced yourself. Have you ever gotten something you wondered about? Everyone else says sucks, but you have convinced yourself it's good. Like a girlfriend. Like let's say you get a girlfriend. I was like, bro, she ain't shit, bro. Bro, she ain't shit. She's cheating on you. She's doing dumb. She no, I love her. She's great. She treats me so good. She sucked the bitch out really nice. Then one day you're like, you know, she's not that good. But you're stuck with her. Now you have her out. Now the strike comes around and you have a way of you have something people actually want. Believe it or not, because they're not making any more of them. You want the Mustangs to stop flowing out of the factory in order for you to get your uh car potentially sold or have an insurance policy in case you change your mind about this car. We'll talk about it. We're also going to talk about a rumor that popped up that uh, the 360 camera on F-150s was only available for 90 days after the truck was purchased. And then after that, you would have to pay a premium, meaning a subscription service, to keep it going in certain models. And I think that's going to happen. The only reason Ford probably walked that back it's because people complained Subscription-based services where the hardware already exists is going to become a thing. BMW is doing it. Mercedes is doing it. You want heated seats? That's going to be 10 bucks a month. No different than Sirius Satellite Radio or Sirius XM. You have Sirius XM in your car. You like it for the 90 days. All of a sudden, 90 days is up. Do you still want it? Sure. Pay more. Half of you don't pay. Yeah, fuck that. It wasn't that good. I go under a bridge, under a tunnel. Signal goes out. It's spotty and it's not super clear. And let's be honest, what are you going to listen to there? Football? Some, you know, um, DJ Envy somewhere? Some shit ass show that you don't care about? You have streaming services. You have Amazon Music. You have all these other services that are better. No commercials. And it just works. But heated seats. Cool seats. 360 camera. Things that have existing hardware. They're going to go to the subscription model. Why? They're going to absolutely gouge you for every penny you can get, that they can get from you. Because they're like, why should we give these people lifetime heated seats? (laughs) I'm blown away by that. That means the car's communicating with Ford or the manufacturer nonstop. And you are paying a subscription service. So in my opinion, it would be really wise if people started to find a way to hack the body control module if you can hack the body control module that to me is worth way more in modern days than engine tuning engine tuning is great and i think we're gonna live a long life with current and previous models enough to make money the pie is big for at least five more years and after that shit might go downhill but the new stuff that's subscription-based you can unlock Series XM forever. You can unlock the seats if they become subscription-based, the heated seats, the cooled seats, the 360 camera. They're going to go to the subscription model. Just you wait. Manufacturers don't think that car is yours. You can buy. It's all BMW backtrack. Good. Nobody would pay for it, so they canceled it. Good for you. Thank you, Coca-Cola, Mr. Sinaloa cartel himself. That's the, that's the reason I think you guys need to stop need to stop buying this new GT and saying it's awesome when everyone knows it's not like everyone knows it's not it will force Ford to say shit we can't come incorrect in 2025 right now as we speak they're pumping out 24 GT's and dark horses so they have the opportunity to make the 24 GT and dark horse go the route of the 2010 GT they have set a precedent. In, in tw- um, 2010, they changed the body style to the S197, uh, you know, 10 to 10 to 14 GT, the one we all know and love. The, in my opinion, the better looking one of the modern Coyote cars. Besides the 350R. The 350R is just beautiful. So, in 10, let's say you had a 3-valve, a 09 3-valve. You're like, holy shit, I'm going to trade in for a 10. And it has a 3-valve. Not only did it have a 3-valve, it had a 3-valve. Weird mid year. It would flash, but not really. It was like it was it was it was miscommunicating with everything. It was like in the middle, it was, it was it was it was it was like a guy that wanted to become a girl, chopped his dick off, but kept the balls. You know what I mean? The 2010 GT is like a pre op transsexual. You got tits, yep, but you still got a dick? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, you look like a chick with the tits, right? Right. But you have junk down there. Absolutely. Well, that was a 2010 GT. It looked great. The tits. The new headlights, The new rear. The new five. The, no, no. There was no 5 badge. The new interior. You're like, oh, this, this looking good. Then you open the hood. There's the there's the cock and balls. <laughs> well, wow, this thing must have a new power plant. Womp, womp, womp. There it is. Your cock and balls, the three valve. So if you guys complain enough, you can make Ford force the issue with the 2025 GT and Dark Horse. And they can say, we've learned our lessons. We are sorry. We apologize that we sold this to you as a Billy badass Target Y named car. That runs a 1250 or 1230. We need we, we owe you better. We owe the Mustang fans better. We are sorry. Here's 50 more horsepower. Oh, by the way, we cut the weight down another 100 pounds. Oh, by the way, computer is flashable. Who would hate that? I don't know anybody that would hate. This is what they would hear. Wait, you gave us 50 more horsepower? Yep. You brought the weight down a lot? Yep. And you made it tunable? Yep. Winner. Not for me. For you. And the 24-25, uh, the 24 GT and Dark Horse will be a blip on the radar just like the 2010 pre-op trans Mustang was. Looked great, had a set of tits, but it still had cock and balls when you opened the hood with the three Valve, what do you think? Do you think Ford, if you complain enough and really hurt sales on 24 GT and Dark Horse, do you think they'll correct the course and fix the GT and Dark Horse? Or will they say, we got the Cobra coming. We got a couple other shits coming. We're not going to do shit. You're going you're gonna to eat shit and love it. And finally, the biggest issue you're going to have when this Mustang becomes tunable is you're going to have to take the computer out, ship it somewhere, and wait a week or two for them to bench flash it so that it's tunable. Bet me. Just like the 21 and up F-150. 21 and up F-150 gave us a, a, a window into the future of what tuning is going to look like. Take the computer out. That's right. Your brand new vehicle. Take the computer out. Ship it somewhere. Or flash it under the hood with the thing that looks like The flux capacitor. Doc Brown's flux capacitor. If you want to tune with SET, take this flux capacitor, hook it up to a 220 volt source, plug it in, and from then on, you can flash it through the OBD2 port. Or, you take the computer out, ship it out to China, Russia, who knows, and all of a sudden, you get back a computer that is flashable. The Mustang is going to be the same way. And you guys are going to go... Am I really gonna do that? I what? Why can't I just flash like 23 and under through the OBD2 port? You'll see. If you don't complain, if you don't really make waves, Ford's just gonna give you the status quo, give you what they got going on. Say we're gonna shove our, they're gonna say we're gonna shove our dick up uh, your ass, and you're gonna love it, and you're gonna jizz, and you're gonna be like, yes, daddy, govern me harder. It's all good. What do you guys think? The UAW strike. You looking forward to that? I'm looking forward to it. Unless you are directly tied, your business is directly tied to what comes out of Detroit, I am looking forward to this strike. Um, I don't uh, what the? I don't want chop. I want people to think I'm an FBO, but I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, if they did all that, it would still bring Stang Mode on the stage and ruin it all. Screw it, Dark Horse just revived the 350. Um, Stank Mode gonna have his own mode in 2025. Eco Booth. Hey, I'm, I'm lisping for another five or six months until I get this situation rectified. So I can't make fun of his lisp anymore. I'm trying to get rid of it. Same thing Dodge does. Alex, please interview Joe G or Justin American Muscle. Relax. What the fuck? It's not like they have lives or anything. Just like the Toyota Supers 3000 for a tune-in intake, <laughs> uh, Stangmo doesn't have a dark mode on his dark horse, though. Man, I'm spoiled. Having an engage. you have an N-Gage? You are, You are the initiated. You are the real OGs. You know what the deal is. None of sh- no shipping nothing. No internet nothing. You just fucking get a file. You put that shit in, and it just fucking works, bro. Stop, 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 stop. I doubt Ford will cut the weight down in horsepower. Along with that, allow the ECU to be flashed. I I know, it's wishful thinking. They're too busy building eco games and shitty lightnings. 19 Camaro looks like it was so poorly received, they changed it the following year. Yes, that's a great point. Let's look at the 2019 Camaro. Great point. My my, my audience is good. Camaro. The 2019 Camaro looked like a soft-ass bitch. And they changed, what was it, the front end? Was it the front end? So let me see. This is a, no, okay, let me look at 2020, 2020 Camaro. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me put them next to each other. Images. Uh, let me see. Uh, they look exactly the same. <laughs> they look exactly the same. Tell me what the differences are. Because to me, they look exactly the same um dark mode and dark horse mendoza um thanks jd so- okay what's happening just snagged me another engage that motherfucker going in the gun safe make sure it's not a liberty safe they'll give the fbi your code god i love this chap i never get to catch it because of work send me your computer i'll unlock it i'll hook you up engage for the win i have two both the- i have four one in the g500 And I got three here, and I gave one to Jacob Long of Power by the Hour because the guy hooked me up many times. He needed one for a customer, and I said, Brother, whatever you want, and I gave him one free of charge. I said, Here you go, brother. It was unlocked. He actually sold that one to me. I gave it to him, and you know what he got me? He got me a free Optima Red Top battery. That's a a real fucking G. That's how you do it. Do you know what I am saying? I am not looking forward to it. I'm in the market for a Gen 2 or Gen 3, and when they stop producing the 24, used prices are going to go up yesterday's price is not today's price. Uh, I I got rid of the sound clip and I thought I had it and I hit it trying to stunt and it didn't work. (laughs) But yesterday's price is not today's price. Yesterday's price is not today's price. You tell them, Fat Joe. It is just price went up. So if you have a GT, Gen 2 or Gen 3, you can tell these motherfuckers that price went up. Yesterday's price is not today's is price. Is not today's price. Price went up. He's certified. <laughs> I love it. I love Fat Joe. This show makes jokes about drag strips, engage, etc. And we got the 24 Mustang proof that Ford watches this channel. Guy nearby selling an engage for 500 bucks, unmarried. Any way to tell if it's unlocked? Will it work on my 2018? Ask him to send you a photo of the tuning status screen. Tuning status. Send a photo. We'll let you know if it's unlockable or not. Alex, they changed the SS1 LE and completely changed the taillights and rear balance. I don't care. If it's not that noticeable, I don't care. Uh, I thought it'd be like completely different, but I'm like, it's the same car. Um. but, 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 but. Yep, you did it, EPA4. Plus, Engage Club for live. Mocky Mock says PPD gave the Dark Horse certified non-dud stamp, of course. And it, and it popped the check engine light. <laughs> in used cars, hoping to make some bank in the next couple. If you're in used cars right now in Chappa, you're looking like the Indian guy with the um, with the gold. That guy, I think he died, right? Oh, my God. I don't know how to type in gold. I think that Indian guy died. If you um, are in the used car game, you're about to look like this in a second, like easily. You can be like, hey, w- w- welcome to m- Habibi used cars. How can I help you? Oh, well, I'm looking for a um, 2015 GT. Wait, I got to set the scene. I got to set the scene. Wait. OK. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome to uh, Habibi used cars. How can I help you? Yeah, the music's a little loud. Don't worry, guys. It's all good. Okay, I'm looking for a 15GT, huh, that'll be $70,000! It's so fucking loud here. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 Ranjit, this dumb son of a bitch thought he was going to get a Gen 2 for $40,000. Does he not know the UAW went on strike because they want to work 32 hours? I regret selling my 2020 in June. I would have been sitting on a cash cow. 4GTD ripped off the GTT design. If Fat Joe drops weight, we call him Skinny Joe Slim. Shut the fuck up. Turu Viate, leave the jokes to me. Do you think think E85 will go away? What is happening? Whipple, 19350R, for sale near me. $85,000. Somebody will buy it because it's a rare vehicle, very low production, not my favorite, but 19 to 20 has the better motor. But a 350R is a 350R is a 350R. You, fuck it. Rebuild the motor if it pops, make it bulletproof. Vaya con Dios. Our used car director is Indian, so that's actually hilarious. Hey! Come over here! Tell that son of a bitch, we're going to extend the payments instead of five years, eight years, keep the interest rate the same, and tell him it's less money of a payment, and that's good for him. Wait, you want me to tell him that this is what you need to do? Ask him, how many dollars can he pay a month? Don't worry about the final price. Interest rate, nothing. Tell him, how much can you afford to pay? How much do you want to pay? <laughs> <laughs> Those games these fucking guys play. Well, how, how, much, how much do you want to pay? I'm like, I, the final price is more important to me than what I want to pay per month. <laughs> uh, bandinder, come over here. Bandinder! Yes! <laughs> this stupid son of a bitch paid for the ceramic coating. Spray Maguire's wax all over the car. Tell him it's ceramic coat. <laughs> you dumb son of a bitch paid 1200 bucks for McGuire's spray. <laughs> you stupid dumbass welcome to the Habibs used car only held on the rev limiter for its whole life <laughs> oh my goodness could you imagine like, Oh, that, that sounds good the ceramic coating does sound good hey go ahead and give this guy the stupid ceramic coating go get a ba- bottle of Take- go to auto. go to Arizona or Oregon and get a bottle, the red bottle of the Maguire's Quick Detailer. Tell them it's ceramic coating. Oh, my God. Look, when I wash it, it beads up. Yeah, for uh, three days. Uh, ceramic coated in 10 minutes. right? <laughs> they dared tell me that. They said to, they, they said to me when I bought my Cadillac, do you want this ceramic coating? And I'm like, nope. And he goes, well, they already put it on. <laughs> I said in in, in twenty five minutes? You and I both know that's a spray. He's like, eh, what are we gonna do? Dubai, Texas coming in hot. Nineteen three fifty for sale. By the way, if anyone's interested, get one while you still can. Look, this is gonna be a big deal. Like, I don't think people realize in the Mustang community how big of a deal it is if the UAW strikes for a substantive period of time. I'm saying a month or two. A month or two of no Mustangs, no Fords being built anywhere. Now I don't know if their whole shop or their whole operation is unionized. You know what I mean? Like, if, do they have a complete, you know, unionized shop, electric, uh, you know, everything? The 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 uh, suppliers, people that make the seatbelts, the tail lights, the wipers, you know, the wheels. You know, not Ford. They'll still be pumping out parts, I'm sure, because I don't think they're UAW. But who knows? But you are sitting. If you have a 2021 to 2023 Mustang, you're sitting on something that's about to go up in price, three to six thousand dollars, depending on the trim. So right now, if you're like, I don't want to sell my car. I like it. I I I got good equity in it. I got I'm I'm up fifteen thousand dollars. You know uh, I owe maybe another fifteen. You know I'm good. You know, and then all of a sudden strike happens and your car is now Six thousand dollars, or three to six thousand dollars, more valuable. Boy, you're gonna buy it, and you know what that happens? We get new customers. Every model year, a new Mustang comes out. They trade it in. Now, people that were like, "Hey, I'm not a big fan of the twenty fours. I like the twenty three and under. Let me buy one." Bam, we get that same car gets tuned again. And again, and again, there have been cars like a 2011 Mustang, when new, tuned two or three times. They traded it in for a 15. The new customer picks it up, drives it for a little bit until he can afford a 15, puts it on a lot. Then that, guys, it is every generation is like that. And we have tuned cars six or seven times because they went through owners that much. And the Engage or SCT at the time went with the car. So don't you know that when I type in certain serial numbers on the ticket system, I see five owners? I go, whoa, this thing's been around. Low and Slow says they're more likely UAW as well as... I can only speak on behalf of the Jeep side of things. Not for sure, though. Scab Labor built Mustang GTs might, might make four forty four after break-in. Nobody is get buying cars right now anyway, so they'll be doing the manufacturers a favor by striking. and hey, you're not wrong. Soon, 350s will skyrocket in price, me too. I believe that. There'll be 90000 maybe $100,000 as years go on. Sucks, because I'd love one, me too. But I think it's going to be slightly out of reach. Unless I sell my GT500, like, tomorrow. And... Uh, get into a 350 ASAP, but I don't think I would do that. I, I, honestly, I'm getting into older stuff, to be honest with you. JD Swag, why haven't you corrected Alex's? Habibi is like Middle Eastern. Same fucking shit. Same shit. Fuck out of here. Now I'm going to make a distinction between you, motherfucker. My buddy just got a new Accord. They tried to charge him $5.99 for nitrogen-filled tires. At my dealership, the parts had... To cut off parts already by 12 today because the strike, no OEM parts, I guess. Oh, I never even thought about that. People like Power by the Hour or if you're, if you, um, well, no, Power by the Hour is going to be in a good spot. Power by the Hour is going to be in a good spot because they deal with parts, not, meaning engines, crate engines, and and, 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 and like swap kits that they control. So if you want a coyote-powered Mustang, or a swap deal, or an a crate engine, you might not be able to buy it from Ford themselves. But someone like PBH, who has the buying power and stocked up on stuff, they might be sitting on some gold, bro. Oof. Unreal. Mustang Scab Horse Edition. That's pretty funny. I could have saved a lot of money and time if my ex had a Carfax for that bussy Right now, we currently build 450 to 550 Wrangler per 10-hour shift. That's pretty goddamn good. Um, part farm as well if you need OEM parts off of newer cars. Right. So, I'm liking it. This is why. A lot of people have gotten away with doing stupid shit and not get called on it. And if you're on purpose going to hurt business because you want more money and less hours paid... Basically, you're, you're trying to pocket watch the billionaires and millionaires of the company saying, well, they got money. Well, guess what? There's one of them and there's 8,000 of you. Well, that, that's the thing. He's doing well. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm never going to pocket watch a billionaire. I'm never. It's like me telling John Lund Sr. Well, what the fuck? You got a lot of money. You got GT500 and a badass. You know, you got a plane. You got a big building. You got a big, beautiful house. How about I get some of that? I do. I'm employed by him and I get paid very well for what I do. So I don't understand how someone that works at the UAW building cars, assembling cars, I don't think any of y'all work hard. Like I'm saying legitimately bust your ass. Like tell me a job. Anybody on the chat that is near Detroit, tell me a job. What is the hardest job a UAW Auto worker at Ford, Celantis, or GM does. Like what is the hardest job they got going on? What's the most difficult backbreaking job they got? And I'll tell you how much it's worth an hour. Cuddy Austin, save that. Gen 2 RS3 until Jack Roush dies, it'll be worth its weight in gold. Wow. Absolutely. If you have the last year of the Gen 2, the Gen, the 2017. Roush RS3. Silver Alcantara seats. Silver wheels. Variable exhaust. 2.3. Phase 2. Stage 3. Under 10,000 miles. You are sitting on gold. Because once Mr. Jack Roush passes, and we don't want that. But the last time I met him, he was barely talking. Uh, That car is going to go... All the way up in value. Like my bitch up. Can't wait to see that Crash 24 GT on the parts farm. PBH says here. Publicly traded company? No. All the foxes just went up $5,000. Parts farm is the hookup. Place is great. Parts farm, look again guys. They're not only a sponsor. They're the place to get weird shit you can't find anywhere else. I'd pocket watch billionaires if they were asking for donations like Oprah for Maui. Right um uh, hello hello says justin michael uh taking late how much money was raised for lmr i dare you lay model performance as of now it's a 800 and something dollars let me let me check in i'd like to get it to 2000 total w- with my 500 but we'll see uh it's eight it was 812 when i started the show and it's still 812 <laughs> oh you gotta love it <clears throat> um my favorite argument is when people bitch about rich people getting tax write-offs without knowing what that means right too many entitled union workers to be most... Um, yeah, They changed the bumper. What is the hardest What is the hardest job at the UAW? Clocking in is the hardest. Punch the time clock. Agreed. The janitor. Stand there. Mowing the lawn around the plant. Driving to work. That's funny. Um, <clears throat> pretending to be busy is the hardest job. Trying to make the dark horse make power. Oh, very good, Monty540. Stand up, says um, Rivera. So, someone said Jim Farley's boyfriend gets to work on time. Yeah, I sold my 10th fee for that. Got it for $45,000 at 10,000 miles. Got this car for the long haul. Hardest job? No idea. I just can speak on what I've seen. Since work for a supplier, and that's mounting engine into the chassis for the Wrangler, because she never lines up, so they're having to push. Bro, stop it. Pushing a little bit? The dude on the parking lot with the fire extinguisher trying to put out the F-150 lightnings and shove engines into places, panel fitment got to be the hardest job. Placing glass is the hardest for sure. Hardest job for Ford is figuring out how to get in there with the gay community. I'm sure the rental car industry is going to be pissed if Ford can't deliver all their EcoBoost Mustangs because of the strike. <laughs> you know, whoever only rears is, he's got a very good insight into the industry. The dude who puts the gay stickers on the cars has the hardest job, clearly because they're never straight. Off-topic. How much mechanical experience do I need to install a Whipple or a Pro Charger? I say I'm a beginner. Uh, intermediate, intermediate. You you need to understand that you can't just ugga duga stuff. Go watch my ESS install video. A gentleman uh, posted a comment on it recently and said, "Boy, this was actually pretty a, a pretty damn good tutorial on how to install an ESS." supercharger kit on a mustang and i didn't intend it to be that but it ended up being that i showed how to install the bracket where to cut i fucked up on the cutting once um but then you know the tuning and stuff that's on me but the install was on me and you know someone said this was actually a very very well detailed video i think you need, need to have like intermediate knowledge because for example if you have to remove the bumper on a gen 3 like you gotta drop the fender liner or maybe going through the engine bay and get those two bolts that hold the bumper up, right? That requires a quarter inch drive, a 10 millimeter deep socket, and, you know, patience ratcheting that sucker off. So if you're a beginner, beginner, that alone can take you an hour. And I'm not saying that to be silly, but if you've never done it or have never experienced certain types of fasteners, certain types of holders, certain types of anything you're gonna get frustrated, and you gotta have a good-sized toolbox. You gotta to have quarter-inch drives, swivel sockets, ratchet wrenches, deep, deep quarter-inch uh, sockets, and shallow quarter-inch sockets. Twelve point six point. You gotta have everything. So it's not it's not just so much the 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 the, the work. It's the tools you need to do the job. Painted the rainbows on everything. The hardest job is the robots. Putting the parts on welding on the cars. Funds set for LMP. Thank you very much. If you guys are sending stuff, man, I appreciate you. Um, David Barker, if that's you, thank you very much. He just sent a, a good chunk of change to LMP. It's up to $851 right now. So the last people that donated, David Barker, Jesus Mendoza, Rich Wozniak, Diego, Tristan, Devin Lewis, Miguel Vasquez, Luis Nieves, Jose, Jose Madrigal, Coyote Mafia gave 50 bucks. Francois gave 50 bucks. Christopher Foti. Gave a bunch of times: Adam Presser, Jared Jones, Dustin Angler, Foxhole Gaming, Joshua Oldham, Justin Arnold, Everett Hinman, Dell Green, Francois, again, um, Fawn Stith, Ford Moore, and a a bunch of other people that I mentioned yesterday. Thank you so much. Again, if we can get it up to close to 2,000 or 1,500, and my 500 makes it 2,000, that'd be so cool. So that's what I'm going to try to promote up until next Tuesday. How this job is sitting on the drift stick for comfort testing. Low and slow says it's pushing and shoving the engine trans into place, but a lot of the jobs are easy. I came from I came from job running heavy equipment, so a lot of these heavy jobs as well. Gotcha. I've got my trans out and Ben Callum are working on it. So you have an informative video I can watch on doing the crank relearn properly? Type in crank relearn lawn racing. Just please go to YouTube and type in crank relearn. There's like 80 videos on that. 23 screws just for the underguard, all in an effort to streamline production and cut costs. Not sure how that is. What's your opinion on GT500 Supercharged Swap to Coyote engine? I think it's stupid because it's a 2650. So the OEM GT500 2020 and up 2650 blower is fine, but it's not better than the E-Force. It's not better than the Odin. It's not better than a Whipple. It's probably cheaper. You understand? It's probably cheaper. It needs to get ported to make any decent power. If you want to do it just to see a snake on the on the lid, cool. But it's a 2650 front feed, just like an Edelbrock, just like a Odin or a, um, a Loki. I don't know if there's a Thanos, a Scarlet Witch, or a um, Black Widow. But, you know, the Odin and the uh, Loki are front feed 2650s. Just like the GT500 2650. There's nothing special about that blower. It's just OEM. I was re-watching the ESS video a couple days ago, planning on getting the ESS kit whenever I get my Gen 2 or Gen 3. ESS is easier than a Vortec, by far. I had a buddy helping me out. We did the whole install in 8 to 10 hours. Very good. Um, Justin Michael says, you know my last name. Luntune, 2015 with a Whipple T- T56. Any issues with codes when switching from 373s to 410? No, because typically Clyde 115, you should have an OSS converter in that car. From, um, I think it's called, it's with a B uh forgets the name but ah oh, fuck what's the name of that uh OSS converter ah shit i i got to look it up uh OSS converter it's with a b OSS converter T T56 i'm having trouble hearing shut up bitch <laughs> She's like nice the Alexa said. Oh, what is? The, uh oh. Uh, now I need to know what it is. It starts with a B, I think. Does anyone know? So I don't. So I don't lose my mind. It's like bowler. Bowler. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. You know, one of those things that you forget, and then you're just kicking yourself in the ass because you forgot. Bowler. A bowler box. So if you have a T fifty six in the Gen two three seventy three is in a bowler box. There's your OSS conversion right there. We don't need to do shit. When you switch to four tens, nothing should change. Um, it's awesome. Baller harness. Exactly. the Baller harness. This man just said tapping on a timing cover. What? 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 Tapping on a timing cover. You ever heard tapping noise from the timing cover of a coyote? Uh, yeah. No. Unless the tensioner is loose and there's no proper tension on the tensioner, then it should never tap. The, the, the timing cover should never tap. There's an issue. GT500 blower is way better than the Roush blower. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You're right. The GT500 blower is better than the Roush blower. Bauer says I work at the Ford Escape plant and I wouldn't say jobs are hard, but some are more physical than others and others are more busy. The line runs 80 cars per hour at this plant. Nito Diaz says I've been watching all in any ESS install videos, so I don't run into too many hiccups, which will still happen. If VMP has the Odin and Loki, then ESS G3X is Thanos for sure. <laughs> Look, I think ESS did a very smart thing by giving, giving blower kits to certain influencers. But the issue is if you gave, okay, Valley 10 speed put me on to ESS G3X. So did Timothy Fush. But those are customers for Lund Racing. So nobody that I know has been quicker 60 to 130 as far as I know as Valley 10 speed. ESS G3X cams. Shifting at 8,200. to run like a 460 or 450. 60 to 130. Full weight car. California special. 315. Stock trans. Stock everything. So ESS, in my opinion, should work closely with him and almost urge him to drag race the car because Carlos Vergara, is I think his last name is Vergara, uh, Valley 10 Speed. If he is the first ESS car to go eight. Then that is a that is Whipple, that is E Force, right there with everyone else on a kit that a lot of people say is a wish kit for blowers. Maybe you say that because you think Vortec looks more robust. I'm going to be honest with you. I've had the Vortec V3, I've had the ESS G3X. It is night and day difference in weight, build quality and installation not because i hated some guy that i had beef with no the Vortec has always been an issue so the g3x making 800 horsepower or so with a 110 millimeter pulley and sunoco 260 gt i'm like this bitch is bad but we need someone to configure their vehicle to go eights and carlos fergaro is there he just needs to 60 foot the car but i think ess kind of left them behind like you need constant support you need ess to work with people so that they support the product. And if Valley 10 Speed gets dumped after ESS gives him a kit and says, Vaya con Dios, then he's going to go to a turbo kit. And he's going to ask me, Alex, like he's going to ask me, I think they're made in Germany, James Williams. He's going to ask me, Alex, what would you do? And I'm going to say, as a tuner, turbo. If All centrifugal guys go from sentry to turbo. Never does a centrifugal guy go from Sentry to Whipple. Whipple guys go Whipple to bigger Whipple. And then they go from a 10R80 to a Turbo 400. Then they go 870s, and that's kind of where they stop. Because to go quicker than that consistently takes big boy power, longevity. You're just going to start breaking a whole lot of shit. Once you go 154, 155 in the quarter and 8.6 with a Turbo 400. You're going to start breaking rear end. You're going to start breaking a bunch of stuff. So ESS, in my opinion... While they're supporting influencers and, and YouTubers, I think they should support the racer as as much as they're supporting everyone else. And that if that requires, hey, what do we need to do to get the torque up? What do we need to do to do we need to do we need to reconfigure the kit to to, to make it drag race friendly? Like imagine ESS comes out with a crank mounted situation. Sounds very tough, right? Sounds very hard. Sounds like a big undertaking, but. Pro Charger has it. Vortec has it. Paxton doesn't because Paxton's Vortec. Same shit. Pro Charger has a crank mounted situation. So does Vortec. Like a V30. ESS, if you want to get racers on the program, you got to support the racers. If not, they're just going to go twin turbo. I wonder if ESS blowers... Oh, we got there. We got Germany, I think. Um, yeah, I haven't heard of Paxton ever since ESS took uh took the spotlight um i wonder if they'll cater to s197 owners ess does use global materials um based in germany i think and stationed out of arizona or something Sentry setups have my heart i personally don't see a need for a turbo setup for a street too. exactly for street shit you don't need turbos ess gave 651 my garage a g3 to take his vortex off of his orange gen 3 Says he likes the G3 better. Runs a lot of people. Not a long-tuned guy, though. ESS smart with the marketing. They are smart. I'm not going to lie. Well, I think ESS targeted what they wanted, which is the street racing crowd, which probably brings more money than track stars. Nah, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how... Okay. Um, okay. This is a good one. (laughs) I'm going to... my ruffle a feather or two. How many of you saw of Pro Shop go 410... In a stock block Coyote. And actually think that's a stock block. How many people see a Whipple supercharger on a car. Run 450s in the 8th. And buy it for their pump gas daily. Like guys. Racing matters. And I'm not making fun of Bill pro shop But in my opinion. A sleeved O-ring block. stops being stock. I get it, stock casting. Because an LS this weekend went 4.20 uh, in the in the quarter. And they said, stock block, stock block, stock block. So then Bill of the Pro Shop's like, we went 4.10. And I'm like, both of those are sleeved. Both of those have O-ring. Both of those, whatever, stock casting, whatever you want to call it. So most people, most people are going to be, well, that car is faster because it has a Whipple. So if ESS has cars in the 8s. Guys, ESS doesn't have any cars in the 8s. As far as I know. So, it kind of matters. If you wanted to drop out of the power band every gear, then go right ahead. Uh, (laughs) What's happening? Do you think Turbo 400s are bad for roll racing? No. With a tight converter, that's street-strip friendly, not completely undriveable. No. I think a Turbo 400, a Turbo 400 1- A roll racing event at Race Motive in Pocono Raceway. I wish I could find it. Let me go to the Instagram page. Uh, Lund Racing. Search. Lund. Lund Racing. Lund Racing. And let me see. I'm going to turn the volume way down. No, it's not there. Let's go to Race Motive. Uh, Search. Race Motive. Let me see. Race Motive. Beautiful. So I will look back at the event. And there was a, a Turbo 400 equipped Mustang getting it. Like dumb shit. And I hope they posted it. No shit. It's not on their story. So yeah, we'll uh give Race Motive a shout here because they are a sponsor. Um oh shit. Shit 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 here we go. Sponsor. Here we go. So right here. Da, 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 Where's that one with the Mustang fucking getting it, man? No, no, no. Damn. Anyway, this is Race Motors page. Check them out. It was on one of their stories. So if they can send it to me, I'd love to post it by the end of the show. This Turbo 400 Mustang single turbo car was just just really screwing things. Uh, he won the rear-wheel rear, rear wheel drive situation. Um, Vic SL-S9898. 17, 3-liter Whipple. F-150, 93. 17, so a Gen 2 Whipple? Ugh. 93 octane, 90, 3.6 pulley, 1050 long, blah, 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 blah. Uh, shift at 7,300 RPMs worth going any higher. Uh, trapped 118, fifth, f- 118 and a half. Gear calculator says 73 and third will do 118. Will manual third let it rev higher? Hey, why don't you ask your tuner for 7,700 RPM shifts and see what happens? Vic, tell your tuner, hey, I would love to try 7,500 or 7,800 RPM shifts because I'm in the eighth mile and I want to ring out third gear and see what they say. I, I can't imagine they're, they're going to say no. And if it's me, I'll do it in a heartbeat. Racers cheat and lie, part of the game. Be smart, people. ESS had made their kit cheaper by using cast and stopped using CNC parts, then raised their prices. Why are you nut swinging? I mean, if you look at, because you don't see what I see, like at all. Nothing but ESS kits are in my tuning queue. Not Vortec, not Paxton, not Pro Charger. For every one Pro Charger, there's seven or eight ESS kits. I'm sorry. They're doing something right. <clears throat> um, I've heard some LS guys say stock bottom men means stock displacement. Oh, my Lord. Stop that. Are they saying that? See, I hate this. Like, okay. When a Fox Body guy says stock suspension, what do you think that means to everyone else? You got South Sides in that bitch? You got Battle Boxes? UPR Uppers and South Side Lowers? Lakewood Traction Bars? Right? Stock suspension, stock mounting points. If you're mini tub and you got inboard shocks, bye-bye stock suspension. Are the shocks inboard? Meaning closer to the rear end. Yes. That's not stock suspension. But these motherfuckers say stock suspension. Just like these motherfuckers say stock bottom end stock block a okay if I took a predator block and I filled it so it's dry deck shove 50 pounds of boost in it running methanol and holly and run a 650 can I say stock predator block go ahead and if you say no, why not? It's a stock block. Well, Alex, stock blocks didn't come filled and dry deck. Well, they also didn't come O ringed and sleeved. Stock block is stock block. LS, coyote, predator, whatever. What did uh, Jim say? Hell no, that's not what SBE means in the LS world. It means stock crank, rods, and pistons. That's so stupid. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, you're right. Stock bottom end. What about stock block? So, can you have a stock bottom end in an aftermarket block and claim the stock bottom end record? Yes or no? James Williams, can you have a stock crank rods and pistons in a Billy Badass LSX block or whatever and claim stock bottom end record? Yes or no? Watch him say yes. That's why I don't fuck with any drag racers. Cause they're stupid. Every single last one of them. Stock suspension, Fox body, bro. That thing has a racecraft front end. Bro, that thing has inboard shocks. That thing has this. And that. Why are you claiming stock suspension? I got a stock suspension, stock block Coyote. Oh, so you have a dry deck, O-ringed, sleeved, mini tubbed inboard shock. Shut up. Stop. Stock block is stock casting. Uh-huh. So, give me a predator block. Billy badass internals. Fill it. Dry deck. Fifty psi. Holly, can I claim a stock block world record if it runs like six fifty or three ninety in the eighth? Which is ridiculous. No, I don't think Lund's gonna go to FL two K. At least I'm not. <laughs> I've been telling the less guys their SBE records became irrelevant the day long block went for sevens in the original chassis. They don't like that. Stock bottom end would be inside of a stock block, not an LSX block. Someone says I wouldn't put stock crank and rods and pistons in an aftermarket block. SBE includes the block also. At least that's what it's supposed to mean. Everyone's trying to claim SBE records don't know what to believe. You can spec your converter lock about a certain speed, but yes, a tighter converter will generally drive... This guy's way out of left field... Stock motor is different than factory sealed motor. Yes, I heard the ESS reducing quality and increasing price, but that's probably due to higher demand. They played the advertising game right. Exactly, stock motor means untouched. The whole idea that it's a regular Joe can mimic the setup easily. Open the motor up in any way is not stock bottom end. And you know what used to happen back in the day? Teardowns. downs. And tell me if that still happens nowadays. Do tear downs still? Oh, eight hundred and ninety-nine dollars. We're almost at nine hundred dollars, guys. Come on. So, there used to be a thing where you, like an NMRA, if it's like factory stock or certain classes, you can you can like make the motherfucker tear it down to verify the parts that are in there if he's running a good number. Like if all of a sudden everyone in factory stock, they have to weigh a certain amount, they have to have a certain amount of, of, of mods or limited mods, and everyone, let's say, is running nine eighty. 980, 980, 980, 980. Then some guy busts off for 950. He should get torn down. Wait. You, we gotta test your fuel. We gotta check your weight. You are four tenths quicker than everyone else. I apologize. Your ass is getting torn down. Um found some race star beadlocks by um <laughs> Found some race star beadlocks from a Hellcat to match the fronts. I know I'm poor, but I've already liked them because you'll never see these wheels in the wild or at the meat. But that's the reason. They're gay. But look, if you like them, do it up. Look, they're going to steal them just like they're going to steal your, hair, your, your Hellcat. The Hellcat Charger and Challenger is 60, six zero, 60 times more likely to get stolen than any other vehicle. Even the 4.8 that Hot Rod Magazine tested started the hype train behind the motor of an increased ring gap. Right, increased ring gap, not stock. Sorry. Stock bottom end is stock bottom end is stock bottom end. If you remove the rods, open up the tolerances, bearings, uh, open up the tolerance in the bearings, make modifications to the oiling, open up the ring gap and put it back in and claim a stock bottom end record, put the clown makeup on, please. Put the clown makeup on. It's not stock. Oh, it's different. It's rings. Stock is stock is stock. Anyone else waiting for the 15th to donate? <laughs> you you I appreciate that. Y'all should hear the LT guys explain stock bottom end. They still do teardown and section ratios, but in grudges, they try to price you out of it. Um, don't forget to like the show. Yes, guys, we have 319 people watching. Only 162 likes. Fuck's wrong with you. For the longest time, stock bottom end record was held by literal pro stock truck chassis. Hey, Alex, when running a hop switch on a fuel system, does the constant one need to have a voltage booster or not? No. If it's okay. So there's a weird thing that's happening with fuel systems. A lot of you guys are buying a fuel system and cheaping out on the pumps. You're saying, well, I'm going to buy a fuel system. Well, I, I'm not going to pay. For 285 pumps, I'm gonna, or 295 pumps, I'm gonna pay for the 274s and that'll be fine. So, you guys do the weirdest fucking math I've ever heard of in my, in my, ever. They put two 274s on an 1100 horsepower combo and then the third pump, which is a 285, on a hop switch. And I go, why don't you just use three 285s and run too hot and n- almost never have to rely on the third? Oh, Oh, well, it was an extra 50 bucks a pump. You're racing and you're sweating 50 bucks? Sorry, a hundred bucks? I get plenty of people who want to build a forge bottom end to make 500 horsepower. Retarded. Turbo Trailblazer SS in my driveway right now put down 837. SBE rings gap though. Okay, so it's not stock bottom end, right? Right, James Williams? James Williams, we need you to come to the light. Your Trailblazer SS does not have a stock bottom end. Right? Please type on the chat. Does your Trailblazer SS have a stock bottom end if the rings are gapped for boost? You can never go to a meet and say S-B-E. Mach thank you very much. Smock Juan gave me 20 bucks. Ricky says, 1750 oh, rear gear change in my car and other mods. I have code PO630, VIN not programmed. My tuner Lunt said he doesn't know why it's happening. Forum said you've helped with this in the past, gear change being the cause, guidance. Is it an engage? gauge Do you have an engage gauge or do you have like an RTD? I'm waiting until next Friday to get, to, to, to donate uh, peasant life, all good. Uh, your fuel is your engine's lifeline, LMP and LMR. Let's get those likes of, I've worked at four for five years. They don't understand this logic. Wait a minute, Evan B., <clears throat> who doesn't understand the logic? Four or the customer? Because I'm blown away that where a customer goes, I want two 274s and one 285. I go, why don't you get three 285s? Makes no sense. Thoughts on Boosted Lucky's Hellcat? Fast. Um, He seems like he's a smart guy. Seems humble. Talks a little shit, but that's that comes with the territory. Um, I don't agree... With his take on muscle car. So the Mustang can be bought for $35,000. Whipple fuel system and you got most Hellcats covered. Twin turbo fuel system and you got pretty much everybody covered. The starting price for a Hellcat is $70,000 or something like that. So when he starts talking about GTR's starting price point is a hundred thousand dollars i go wait a minute then that logic can be used for mustangs brand new mustang right now 23 not a 24 fuck 24s 35 to 40 aldo kit fuel system boost fuel axle and drive shaft you are still well under the starting price point of a hellcat So you can't look at a GTR and say, well, that's a supercar. And it's only $25,000 more starting than your Hellcat or 30. When a Mustang at $35,000 or $40,000 and another 20 or 25 in, it will destroy built Hellcats. So I, I like listening to the dude. I just think he needs to listen to his own words and apply that logic to cars that are v8 american cars currently available aka mustang technically it's not stock unfortunately it'll break the ring lands and piston crowns well guess what that's the game we play sbe if you're claiming stock bottom end record and you gapped your rings you should be disqualified all the ring gaps are too tight and it fucks up the crowns and, and breaks the piston so at what power does it do that 750 uh, that's what it takes Oh, that doesn't make any sense alex we're a ring gap away from making a thousand it's not stock what's Lucky's it's cap as fuck his car makes more than what he claims i don't care what i don't care what he claims it was probably makes 1100 or 1200 um, only change the tune for cruise control to work with the new gearing not needed. Honestly, putting a cam in an LS makes it no longer SPE. Elaborate on the topic, Coyote engines are blessed per piston rings. That's Gen 1 numbers, right? SPE with tweaked ring gaps is like claiming natural while you're on TRT therapy from a doctor. Can't believe this is even a discussion. Stock bottom end should be simply mean how it came from the factory, untouched. SPE is why they have sealed motor classes. Customers, Evan B says customers. Yeah. So, Look, if you're going to buy a fuel system, you're really stupid if you buy two primary pumps that are smaller than the third. It makes no sense. Now, I know 4Innovations doesn't like two pumps running constant, but I'm sorry. Every vehicle I've owned and every vehicle our customers have owned, thousands of guys, have run two continuous pumps constant, continuous constant, continuously for years. No issue. No issue. Um, all right, like the Subaru's cap. Shaking my head. Exactly, Alfredo. Boosted, lucky, made 1,400. There you go. And that's what you need to make. That's what you need to make to push a 4,000-plus-pound car around. Look, I'm going to take my car to the dyno with a 2650. And then later with the 4-liter Whipple. It's got 12-to-1 compression. So my goal is to be at 1,100 with the TVS. That's my goal. 1100 with the TVS, 2.6 liter. That should be enough to get me into the eights. And I'm not looking to rag the car out. But sure as hell, I'm going to put that Whipple on it and see what it do. That like 25, 26 PSI. What's the reason for running two primaries smaller than the third? Uh, Their pocketbook. Their wallet. There is no other. $952. There is no other reason. They're cheap. We're up to $952 for LMP. Thank you very much. The Mustang that race boosted said it was stock motor, but it had head studs. Would you agree or specify that it's not a factory sealed anymore? No, it's not factory sealed. Obviously, not. it's got head studs. If it's got head studs, it's not factory. It's a modified motor. Look, I tell people a Gen 2 can go eights with 50,000 bucks, but never did I say that'd be a bone stock motor. It'll be a stock rotating assembly and a stock block. But studs, all pump gear, just in case, because you're making over 1,000, and boosting fuel. It's not a stock motor, though. Stock bottom end has regap rings and ARP rod bolts, exactly. I'd rather run both pumps versus taking a chance on a failed hop switch relay, deciding to take a shit when you need it. Correct. Thank you very much, James Williams. When you tell people run one main pump and the other two on a hop switch, but the car has the capability of making 1,100 what if the hop switch has an inherent delay and in that delay, you burn your shit up? Or what if the hop switch does not work? What if the hop switch says, nah, we're not working today. That one 285 is going to try to power 1,100 horsepower of 9.85 stoic fuel through the bitch. Run too constant. Run enough constant to be able to cover your power level. And the third is just in case my GT five hundred runs too constant third on a five psi Hobbs. <clears throat> Boosted lucky got his Hellcat for sixty two thousand bucks. Okay, so thirty thousand uh, dollars, twenty eight thousand dollars more expensive than a GT, and you're you could put twenty into a GT and destroy the Hellcat, like not beat, destroy. Mendels, I consider not sealed, but still stop bottom end, stop it. Sealed class, you can't touch the valve covers. Yeah, they have special fasteners on sealed coyote classes that you physically cannot even remove anything. There's special little tabs and shit on top of the motor that does not allow you to do anything to the motor, a.k.a. sealed, and that's the kind of running joke about sealed motors. Boy, I got a lot of messages. They love watching these streams. Uh, Tanky says, love watching these streams. I don't say anything though because I'll get shafted for talking about EcoBoost Mustangs. No, you're good. Boosted probably rebuilt his shit several times now. Dude only racing people with less power. Picks races, he knows the one. Why are you guys hating on Boosted Lucky? And since when does he have to race people you want him to race? Like people would say that about me. How come you don't race nobody? Because everyone's a fucking homo out there. Everyone's a homo. I don't need to prove anyone anything to anyone. I'm racing me. I'm my, I'm my own competition. You know, I've had cars that have run a number. I built several cars myself, and I'm happy that I've done it. But I don't need to prove myself against anybody else. Okay, I could build an eight-second car. Cool. Now I'm going to see if I can build an eight-second six-shift car. Cool. If I if I did, cool. Got that little feather on my cap. Do I care that I can't beat everyone in Miami? Do I care that I can't beat everyone in Tampa? I don't give a fuck about anyone in Miami and Tampa. I don't give a fuck about any of them. They're not, they're not racing my race. Let let Boosted Lucky run whoever the fuck he wants. If you don't like it, stop watching the dude. Unsubscribe from him. Why are you pocket watching that motherfucker? Why are you watching him every second he moves? Unfollow him if you don't like how he races people. It's weird. And he just bought a $13,000 billet diff. Jesus. And that's why Coyote Stock is so entertaining. Sealed 2J1 drag week before. Boosted is waiting... Boosted is waiting... So the car's ready. It's not 100% yet. No car's is 100% ever. When's a car ever 100%? I don't get it. He only runs races. He thinks he can win. Well, excuse me for being confident in my car. <laughs> uh, be dope to see boosted stock sealed class and see how retarded they get with running it low oil like the NA guys. Yeah, look, a lot of people are trying to prop up this factory X thing, experimental. Boy, that's pro stock to me, man. It looks like Pro Stock to me. I go, everyone's like, oh my god, Alex, did you see Factory Experimental? And I'm like, Pro Stock? Oh, no, it's not Pro Stock. I'm like, you're telling me those cars don't look like Pro Stock cars? Not at all. Leave me alone. Alex is trying to do the Vulcan mind melt on me via YouTube. His goal is to make me switch sides and jump into the Coyote game. I'm trying to resist. Stock Coyote making a 1,000 horsepower is very tempting. We have had I don't know, 50 customers with a stock gen 2 or Gen 3. Again, you do the things to keep the motor good studs all pump gears right Even let's say you don't do that let's say you you, you, you just want to make a thousand on the dyno. you don't got to do shit. Jake's truck, Jake's Gen 3 F150 20 pounds of boost. Made 1,000 horsepower, no oil pump gears, no nothing, completely stock motor. The red little truck he's got, and look at my video, 1,000 horsepower, 20 pounds of boost. What's Factory X? It's Factory Experimental. But Alex Floyd Mayweather only picks fights. He knows he can win. That's called negotiating. Like, do you think grudge guys pick races they can't win? You think a grudge guy shows up to a grudge night? At some extreme park somewhere and goes, damn, that guy's got a billet, dry deck, 88 pounds of boost, he's running a 390 unconfirmed, and I got a 480 car. I definitely want to race him straight up, heads up for $10,000, said nobody. So what do you do? You hustle. Now nah, my shit's hurt, man. You make a test pass on like half the boost you'd normally run. I mean, I, everyone in the lane, bro, they're digging in their pockets, Shit, that shit is slow as fuck. I'm ready to fucking gap that fool. And then when you race them, when the money's on the line, you beat them by 80 school buses. Nobody races people they know they'll lose to, or at least they don't look forward to racing people they know they'll lose to. It's not confidence if you say you make a thousand, but are really making 12 to 1300. No, it's hustling. Nikki Levering, RTD device on that VIN code issue. Ah, interesting. Forum said Alex and Lund helped. How the hell did I help with a VIN number? I should automatically assume that means you just hoping to get the engine light gone. Do this. Send your tuner that you're talking to a email tomorrow about this chat. I'll give him a heads up. I'll say, hey, if there's a VIN corrupted bullshit, then, you know, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, cry and wanting to hit and a car. I get that. Hey Alex, thought about you saying thought about you saying the S650 should have an eco boost and might be able to be done as a new SVO or with the Bara. Stop it with the Bara. The bar does not have... Um, the bar does not have a, um, it's not going to meet emission standards here. It's an old motor that is dirty. So, the reason I said EcoBoost and a lot of people made fun of me on the last video that I uploaded is this emissions and miles per gallon. The manual Mustang has a gas guzzler tax. I repeat, gentlemen, a regular GT manual with a 355 year end has a gas guzzler tax of a thousand dollars the 10r80 doesn't so it's already in the red for fuel mileage stuff so now we're playing that game so the EcoBoost will get better fuel mileage because it's turbo it's more efficient makes great torque pushes the car around easier and it makes 450 horse 510 torque so sips fuel makes power why isn't it in the mustang i don't know i can't i can't with them nothing on the cal nothing on the hellcat cars are worth modifying and racing if you're heavy as fuck to begin with start with a light car exactly i would never start with a hellcat to race you start with the lightest chassis possible an s197 or a fox i'm pro union and in a union however i read the automakers offered 20 percent pay increase GM giving them 10% in the first year. I think that sounds fair. They'll strike. Actually, they'll strike. I'm getting my first Mustang s 652 And Do you have any recommendations for simple mods or do the whole tomb BS figured it out? Cayman Duncan, uh, don't buy it. That's my advice. You want to mod your car, you get a 23 and under. No one knows shit about the S650 yet um the bar was never epa certified y'all need to stop exactly i was thinking just too, to ditch the whole hob switch system and just run them constantly not, not three of them you can run two constant not three of them constant that'll be a problem what's crazy is jake's truck made a thousand horsepower with stock exhaust manifolds stock valve springs unreal i paid a gasco's tax on my s650 says cars and drums i had to pay it last year says hatch the epa has mandatory mile per gallon ratings based on the shadow size of the vehicle this is why Mustang got bigger after S197? The 1314 GT500 did not have a gas guzzler tax. Why? 266 first gear, 331 final gear, and a 1-4 shift. A 3.5 Raptor with 35-inch tires, big-ass rear end, gets one mile-per-gallon city more than the Mustang GT. After having have my Hellcat, I'll never go back NA. Having torque is amazing. Too bad the Barra doesn't meet the standards because the inline 6 engines can be badass. Remember the 4300 from back in the day? Jaypush, can you stop? Because the Barra needs work to make over 800 wheel. So why is it badass when a Turbo 6 can make up to 800 wheel and then after that it just fucking eats itself? When a Coyote can make 1,000. A la Jake a 525 wall wall pump is good for 650 ruble horsepower gen 2 loki 90 fox no it's not don't believe this guy uh, if you're gonna re- okay pump gas dense fuel sure but we're talking E 85 stuff here we're talking big boy shit here uaw will strike and end up settling for less than the first offer did you ever do the gen 3 manual boosted video N- no because it's the same as Gen 2. But then I started thinking, ah, the 18 and 19 have a different transmission with the sensor. And then people go, yeah, I might have to make a video. But the problem is this, guys. The video is done in one take. And this retainer that I have, I have this, this whole thing. I have a fucking thing. It, it hurts to talk. And I'm going to look like a retard. I'll try it. I'll, I'll try to set up the camera and I'll try to make a manual... Gen 3 boosted video because a lot of you guys are talking about it and and I just haven't gotten around to it so I'll try to make one by, by the end of the weekend okay you fucking happy now Johnny Tran says you'll learn so much building a Fox body especially driving Alrix. found a 14 Ruby Red manual GT tempting to buy it where is it $28,000 2JZ and S55 entered the chat nobody cares nobody cares about any of that shit what the hell is this uh okay oh well, I gotta answer this There we go. I have, to, I have to answer something. Sorry. I have to pay attention to because you guys sent me a message in the middle of the... of the, Holy shit. i got a zillion messages. I used to have a 3.5 F-150 and it would drag my brother's 5 liter all the time. 3.5 Raptor and a Mustang would have been a great idea on a 4.10. And a lot of people go, yeah, American Muscle! Oh, the Rumble! Huh? Oh my god! And I'm like, you don't get it. It's either have an underperforming V8, a of the S650, or have a faster, quicker, zippier, better on fuel mileage and potentially a tune away from really getting after it with the twin turbos and race fuel. Like really getting after it. No, y'all stupid motherfuckers don't see you you don't see ahead at all. You go V8 V8 V8. Oh, that V8 that is slower than the previous generation? That that one? Cuz the car's heavier. Dude, it's going to be six months with this retainer. It's like keeping my teeth, like, not from collapsing it on themselves. Uh, keep shorter sentences when filming. Un- impossible. Um, Alex, can you elaborate on run three pumps constantly with the 85? Pu- oh. <clears throat> Did I tell everyone not to run three pumps constantly and this guy listened to something else? Can you elaborate on run three pumps constantly with the 85? As opposed? Did you mean as opposed? Oh my God. Alex, can you elaborate on run three pumps constantly with the 85 as a pose, P-O-S-E, to using the hop switch? Not as opposed. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm done. Uh, what are some issues? <laughs> Burn everything up. Three 285 pumps trying to pump fuel around the car? Fuel will get hot. Two, not so much. Three... I wouldn't risk it. I remember in college racing a kid in my class. He had a, I don't care. What fuel pump is good for a ninety? <laughs> Look, once he said, I remember back in college. I don't care. What fuel pump is good for a ninety Fox body Gen two with a Loki? My aunt gave me six fifty wheel. A single two eighty five pump would be fine on pump gas. E eighty five. I want you to get a fuel system with two two eighty fives at least. Opposed exactly cars and drums. Two pumps. You said. Alex, did you see the Palm Beach Dino Dark Horse Dino? They said Ford was right about the 500 horsepower at the crank. 420? No, 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 no. Look, guys, guys, understand this. I'm not denying that it makes 500 at the crank. But how is it that my Gen 3 GT with 460 at the crank made 440 wheel and the Dark Horse is struggling to make 430? So you're telling me my... Gen 3 GT made 510 crank? No. Something's wrong with this dark horse. And it's a heavier vehicle than the previous generation. So if Ford only gave it a 20 horsepower bump, but added 150 pounds, that does not compute. Um, if Ford made a car that only needed a downpipe t five and a tune to make 700 horsepower, it would sell for sure. People are lazy. They don't want to do heavy mods. Modern car guys are ricers. They want something that sounds good on IG, even if it's a, if, even if there's a more efficient option. I would have been elated if Ford says, 3.5 EcoBoost, 450, 520, all-wheel drive hybrid, tunable. Oh, tunable? Downpipe, race gas, up two pounds of boost. You're a tune and downpipes away from a 50 to 60 horsepower bump. Nah, I want the V8 Rumble. Okay, cool. There's your V8 Rumble. Now you got to install a blower on the fucking thing to go fast. A $10,000 and up blower for the thing to run a number. Great job. Great job choosing your, your choosing your future uh, uh, engine layout. They changed racing rules at the dirt drags after my brother built his Ego Beast and tuned it. He wasn't allowed to race against LSV8s. So they started crying. Guy asked why his Turbo Fox had 1.6 rockers on the intake side and 1.7s on the exhaust side. That's the level of ingenuity you need to build in a Fox. That is interesting. It's a, it's a variable cam. <laughs> variable. 1.7 intake? You said 1.7 intake? On the exhaust side. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Pick your poison, Mocky Mock. Either trans that does what it wants or trans with awful gearing. Ball out on blower, wheels and exhaust, skip on fuel system. Factory freak! If the Mustang is already this bad with one special model, would it not suit them to ruin the Bostro Corbo with the S650? I'd said that they might get their heads out of their asses if enough people can complain and make the 24 Mustang an anomaly like the 2010 Mustang. If you complain enough and don't buy this vehicle, Ford, you will force Ford's hand. You... You are the market. You have control of what Ford puts out. Don't you guys get that? Don't you guys get that you have direct control of what Ford puts out there if you're willing to manipulate the market a certain way? But you're stupid. You want clout. You think this car is going to make your YouTube channel pop. You think you're going to be the next Cletus. You think you're going to be the next, you know, uh, Adam LZ. You think RTR is going to give you a car. When you can just say, fuck that. I'm not buying this car because it's a dud. And I want Ford to give me a better product. And if most of the people thought that way, Ford would look at their sales and go, in the boardroom, everybody. Okay, what do we have to do? Mustang sales are dead. The only way we sold decent cars was to rental car companies. Well, all of these surveys say that the car doesn't make enough power and it's too heavy, sir. And it's not moddable. Every Mustang owner, or at least 80% of the Mustang owners, modify their vehicles to go faster and have an aftermarket tune. So what do we do? Well, how can we bump up the power? I don't know, engineer. Figure it out. Can we shove a 5.2 in it and pass emissions? It's already got a... Stop it. Um, the only people buying the S650 are cloud chasing dads starting a YouTube channel. Uh... Except everyone would have to go to Stang Cho's videos to complain because it seems like Ford gets their suggestion from his videos. 2010 is the king of duds. Take the drift handbrake out for starters. I kind of think Ford maybe the S six hundred and fifty made the S650 just to buy a few years before going EV. Potentially. I'm trying to think Ford only came out the S650 because there was no competition. You can't even see the screen well enough on the steering wheel. Right. Get in the S650 with two tablets and put yourself in a good driving position and put your hands on the steering wheel. A quarter of the tablet cannot be seen. You have to go like this. Because they're square. And your your, your previous entertainment system was right in front of you. And it fit in between that void and the steering wheel. But now they got square dashes or square tablets. So now if you go into your menu, and depending on your height and where you where you sit to drive, you have to actually look down or up to see the rest of the dash. It's just silly, silly stuff. I can't imagine buying a 2010 Mustang new and a year later the Coyote comes out. I just got a Gen 1 Coyote. Any thoughts on what I should do first? John Mendoza, you're 10 years too late. Look, a tune, P-mass intake, and you're a happy guy. The bigger 2010 Mustang or the dark horse? 2010 Mustang. 2010 Mustang is a legendary dud. Three valve. Again, guys, if you're a Camaro guy and you're driving and you see an S197 10 and up behind you, you go, ooh, Coyote, Coyote, gets up to the light and on the fender it says GT. And you go, (laughs) what are you going to race me with your 305 horsepower, you fucking homo? Get out of here. Even the new F-150 redesign got worse and it's more bland and plain. Remember when Ford had to recall 99 Corpus after customer complaints? We talked about it on Tuesday. And Chapa, 2011 GT500 was also kicking the nuts for 2010 owners. Yes, bro. I forgot about that. If you bought a 2010 GT500, or like we like to call it, GUF7. G-U-F-7. That's the computer code. The tear tag. It had a iron block, and that's it. It had an iron block. And it had old architecture. Like, have you ever flashed a 2010 GT500? It sounds like it bricks after it's done flashing. Like, every, all the lights go crazy. And I'm like, did I just brick the computer? No, no, no. That completed a flash. Then 2011 comes out. Aluminum block. Immediately lighter. Zippier. And the performance pack version with 373s and a 297 first. Oof! Bitch was bad. And now you're stuck with your 2010 GT500 with an iron block. Headers, intake, tune, exhaust. What makes a 2010 worse than an 05 to 09 three valve? The fact that it looks like an 11 and up. Uh, and Chapa, 11 GT500 was also kicking the, got that. Just wish. It's lipstick on a pig. Good looks on 2011 Coyote, but a three valve. Your gen, on your Gen 3 Boosted Auto video, you mentioned y'all had to figure out some more tuning-related 21-23 stuff. Is it worthwhile or... No, no, you're far... You're fine. There's no reason to reach out on an NA car. I like how people think that we're just going to magically like oh no we unlocked something. If you got a JLT E85 car, there is no sauce to be had. It is what it is. Oh, you got a 1200 horsepower car? You got a Midnight Built Trans? You want to go low eights? We got you, son. That's the difference. Whoever worked at Ford in 2011, need to find them. Oh, I thought that was something worse than that. That's still pretty bad, though. Uh, Everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. Okay, I'm going to get out of here. 928, time to get done. Okay, guys, so we have raised another $75 today for uh, LMP. Again, it is LMP, Lay Model Performance. I understand it's not easy to give. Uh, I just want to hopefully use you guys to crowdsource Uh, funding just to sponsor the car during world cup we'll slap my dumb sticker face on it uh that we put up for a vote on the community tab we'll put peasant chat on the bottom alec bledsoe seems to be game so i want to just be able to help that's all and if you give what you can give that's cool we'll end this on tuesday so I'll, i'll give you guys i'll remind you on on sunday and then on tuesday and then we'll end it we'll see what we end with and then we'll I'll give the money to uh, Alec Bledsoe. I'll get the stickers made. And then at World Cup, hopefully he'll be going around with our dumb face and our peasant chap uh, being represented at World Cup. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thank you very much for hanging out there with me. Sunday, 9.30 a.m., peasant Chat. We'll talk some shit for a little bit. We'll see if the strike actually goes through. They're supposed to happen within a couple of days. And we'll see what the fallout is based on that. Have a great rest of your Thursday. I will see you guys on Sunday morning. See you guys later. Bye.